Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Hello, podcasters. I'm Ron, your host, and today we've got a brand new member of the family, or actually part of the podcast. She's not a new member of the family, but she's a new member of the podcast. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm really happy you're here, Lori. And we also have another treat. We have a podcast guest. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, guys. Good to, good to be here this evening. Love having you here. Yeah. Yes, me too. Yeah. Big time. It's exciting to greet two more of those who have a unique gift and to hear and participate in that gift being exercised and appreciated. Well, that's for sure. We've known Lori and Jim and and, uh, and his wife, Pat, for, gosh, I don't know how many years, a long time. There decades, at least, at least decades. <laughs> decades <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> well, family... It's going to be an exciting night. We'll be talking about the Holy Spirit and fire. Let's dive into it. What is the fire? Is the fire God? Yes. That's a good point. Is the fire all-consuming? Yes. Is the fire deadly to our flesh and to everything that keeps us from standing in the presence of the Lord? If our flesh is living... It won't live in its presence. We have to have the fire in us to consume that. I was thinking about the three Hebrew children when they went in the fire. What was consumed by the fire? Their bondages. That's what was burned because they came out with not even a smell of fire on them. The presence of the Lord is what the fire is, but the fire is something that we have to have working in our lives so that we can see that burn off. Right. Right. I thought long and hard about this question. At first, I didn't quite understand what the fire was. And then I remembered when I very first accepted the Lord, everything was joyful. You go through this honeymoon experience. Right. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Then the Lord starts putting his finger on (laughs) things in your life. Yep. And So one way to look at the fire is the dealings and the process that God puts you through to purify your spirit and to purify your heart. That was the simplest way I could think of to explain the fire. Your damnic nature is going to be less and less. We receive the Holy Spirit. And this is the thing that he's to work in us until we can come to the point where we can stand before the Father face to face. Right, right. And have the the blood of Christ is on us, but everything else has been burned out. That's what the Holy Spirit is bringing to us, is that fire to take care of this Adamic nature that, unfortunately, it was put on us because of the sin of Adam. Mm -hmm. Seems like there's an element of our choice as to how the fire is perceived. Yeah. There's an element of how the fire is applied as well as perceived. 
And I think one thing that's important is the foundation of the fire. Christ's ministry began. He came preaching the Holy Spirit and fire. Right. From the very beginning, fire was a, a very much a part of the word that Christ brought to the earth. And as we have come into a greater revelation of who he is by virtue of walking mm -hmm. in his footsteps, we're coming to understand a lot more about the fire. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like the thing of, of the rock falling on us. We want to fall on the rock and we'll be broken. But for those who the rock is going to fall on, they're going to be crushed and completely destroyed. Yep. And that's why we want to go through it now. We want to go through the judgments where God gets control of our spirit, gets control of us so that we can actually walk in his presence. Look back on your lives and see, you know, when you first became a Christian, there were ups and downs and this trial and that trial and testings. I know there are so many points in my life I'm going, okay, God, what are you doing to right. me? And as years later, as a seasoned saint, you don't see as much of that right. Right. because God has worked in your spirit a lot of these things that were that he wanted removed. He's worked in your heart right. already. He may do a small part, have a small area like a match that burns up a small area. And then there may be larger areas as time goes on. As you grow in the Lord, you find more things falling off, more things being burnt, more things enabling you to stand in his presence for a longer period of time. What seems to be really clear here that we're all talking about is that God is a consuming fire. Exactly. I think a lot of people miss that. They love the sweet and gentle Jesus, mm -hmm. and and they love when the Lord helps them and blesses them, quote, blesses them. But if you, if you won't walk into the fire, you're missing the Father. You're missing, I mean, you can't just take part of somebody. Right, right. Well, I know that person because they're always happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're missing 90% of the person. Yeah. And it's the same with God. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so many people out there that they accept so much of God, but they don't want to accept the dealings. They don't right. want to accept the fire on their lives, and they run from the fire. They run from the dealings, and yet they still feel like they have this walk with God. And then what's the Scripture say? They come to the last time, and the Lord, you know, they go, Lord, Lord, and he goes, I don't know yeah. you. You did all these mighty works, but I don't know yeah. you. Because yeah. Yeah. you never allowed the fire to burn out the lawless thing within your nature. You know, the thing about the three Hebrew children, okay, they were thrown into the fire, but they weren't in there alone. Right, right. There was a fourth right. person that was in there. That was the Lord. And no matter what fire you go through, he's going through it with you. Right. He's going to bring you out the other side because that's his joy. That's right. Those that have gone through the fire in their lives are not mm -hmm. going to be going through the judgments. Judgment was never meant for the children of God. That's right. Noah was standing right in the midst of, or floating right in the midst of judgment, but he wasn't touched. God gives us, as children of God, a way 
to go through them. And when we come out the other Mm -hmm. side, we've been affected by it, but we have not partaken of it. The going through of it that you're talking about, Ed, the scriptures very simply relate it to the agricultural days in which the scriptures were written. They planted the wheat, you know this parable, along came a bad person and sowed tares. They discovered them as they started to grow. Do we take out the tares now? No. Wait till they mature. And that's where a lot of where we're living now is those tares are, have matured. They're being taken out. And what's left is the wheat. But the wheat is not usable the way it is. The shell around the kernel, the life of the wheat, the chaff, has to be removed. And that's what you're talking about in these judgments. Judgment begins in the house of the Lord. And that judgment that comes by the fire that Christ was talking about is burning away the chaff. And what's left? Yeah. (laughs) That's a question, what's left? The kernel of wheat. The very center, the thing that God wants to use. Yeah. You know, I think when people think of fire, they're afraid of it because it's going to hurt them. It's going to bother them. It's going to affect them in a negative way. Instead of seeing it as the means of the Lord has of getting rid of everything that keeps us from his presence. I'd like to throw some scriptures in here. In James, the book of James is one of the most convicting books to read. But he does say here, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And one of the things that the Lord's looking for is we're to become like him. As a Christian, we're to emulate and be Christ on the earth. The only way to do that is to go through the fire. Right, exactly. That's perfect, Laurie, because, again, there are many people out there, and I'm sure everyone's met them, that are trying to be Christ-like. You can't try to be Christ-like. Right, right. doesn't work. It doesn't work. The Lord has to come and burn out that which is not Christ-like in you. He's the, uh, what do they call it? He's the potter and we're the, we're the clay. The process that, that the Father gave us, that Jesus gave us at the Passover, the communion, and that's where as we eat of his body and drink of his blood, we turn away. And that turning away is that separation where the chaff is separated from the wheat. That turning away, repenting or repentance, that's not an easy thing to do. But by partaking of his communion, the power given in his blood, given in his body, makes it possible. It enables us. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that a lot of this discipline, the Scripture says all discipline for now, for the time being, is sorrowful, not joyful, but it produces the how does it say, the righteous? Righteousness of God. Yeah. You know, we've been crying out for immunity. 
You know, I mean, I know that people are crying out for immunity all over the earth from, you know, whatever you want to call it, diseases, sickness, all this type of stuff. Yeah. Yep. How do you get there? Well, you go through the fire. Right. And God, God tests you. You go through the fire. You finally die out and overcome that specific thing on that specific level of life that you're living. Then you walk in authority and dominion in that specific area of your life. Right. But if you refuse the fire, you're refusing the very deliverance and the immunity That's the and the growth and the transformation that God's trying to bring to your life. You have to look at it through God's eyes because he's trying to perfect your spirit for eternity. He's trying to create a relationship yes. with you for eternity, and he's doing it through his fire. So right. you can stand in his presence and be in his kingdom. Getting close to him is the key to going through that fire. If you cry out to him and you reach into the fire, you reach in, you want that discipline. You come to the place where you want that discipline. You want to be disciplined by the Lord because you know that when you come through that, you're going to be able to have victory in that area. That's the one thing about God is, you know, he starts putting you through the fire and you say, no, 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 I'm not going to do this. And you walk away. Well, when you come back, you're going to get put right back in that situation of the fire that you just left. Go through it when God gives it to you the first time. Yeah, I love the details that's coming out as we're talking about this fire, because it's a detail <laughs> that's necessary in every step with God. It's exciting to know that the fire has a product that it's not right. just an endless cycle. Right. There is a promise, and that promise is the kingdom of God. That's what that fire is all about. So you press on, and as we get deeper and deeper into our walk with God, we go like David did, creating me a clean heart, O oh God. Right. That very mm -hmm. cry of David was all about the fire, all about burning off his flesh, his everything that was not pleasing to God. <laughs> this is so, so important. You know, this is not a popular message in Christianity today. They just want the dear Jesus. You know, they're acting like God's a Santa Claus. But really what he's looking for is he wants all of you. Right. And the process of getting us so that we can even relate and see him is we have to be purified. Right. Right. And this is the way to become purified so that you can see the Lord. I've been kind of searching the scriptures a little bit while everybody's been talking. There's this this is kind of a takeaway that I'm going to that I'm going to take with me from this conversation. First Peter one verse six and seven. I'll just read it here for you. Though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Yes, and that is being revealed in me as I receive and allow the fire to be applied to me in my nature. 
experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? Then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live behind the veil.